0: Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Pod Bible podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. This is the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. And uh, I'm very excited to be here. Of course, we've got some great guests coming up. We had some great guests on the last episode. Jess Robinson from Stars in Your Ears, Sam Clements from 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest, and Brendan and Matthew from Bottoming. So go back and have a listen if you missed it. Um, Before we get into this week's guests... I've got to talk to you about the new magazine. It came out on Saturday, our first magazine to go out with The Guardian. 45,000 issues of the magazine went out with The Guardian on Saturday. Very, very exciting indeed. And it had one of my favourite cover stars to date, Ian Wright. Arsenal legend, footballing legend, broadcasting legend. You see him on the TV, you hear him on the radio, and now you hear him every week on his podcast Righty's house uh he is a brilliant podcaster he's one of my favorites he's been a hero of mine since i have posters of him on my walls when i was growing up and uh yeah it was so so exciting when he agreed to be our cover star for the latest issue um, i think it's one of my favorite interviews we've had as well he gave us very full honest and open answers and i just implore you to go and give it a read if you didn't get a magazine um, in the guardian if you missed it on saturday you can head to podbiblemag.com read the interview there have a look through the whole magazine um, and order a copy to your door if you want if you want a physical copy if you like me are a big fan of dan evans and his wonderful cover illustrations for pod bible then you're gonna want a physical copy and you can order one to your door for just two pounds. Elsewhere in the magazine, we had a secondary interview with another. I mean, this guy is an absolute OG of podcasting. It's Ira Glass from This American Life. He produced Serial. He was a producer for S-Town. He's been doing it long before podcasting was even a thing, if that makes sense. He was doing radio shows. He produced one of the very first podcasts. And um yeah, we've got we've got a great chat with him all about his love for the genre and the format of podcasting. Um, we've got Laura Dockrill as well, who is another one of my all time favorite podcast guests on this very podcast. She uh, hosted the Zombie Mum podcast, of course, uh, and she's picking her top five shows in the magazine. We've got the usual sections from our partners, Acast and Audible. We've got uh, regular contributors Stack. Talking about their shows, and we've got the usual reviews, recommendations. Talking about individual episodes, talking about full series. Uh, we've got a big section on independent podcasts. I'm a big fan, and this is very much has just turned into an advert. And you're probably just wanting to listen to our guests, so I'll stop talking about it. But head over to PodBibleMag.com, give it a read, tell your friends, and read all about Ian Wright. What a legend! Okay, calm down. Okay. I'm ready. Let's carry on. All right. So, first guest on this week's podcast is a couple of women who I have been keen to get on for a little while. Going to speak to Rosie and Nana from Tutu's Podcast. All right. We're joined on the Pod Bible Podcast today by Rose and Nana from Tutu's Podcast. How are you both? Good. Good.
1: Good. 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 Hasn't happened
2: Finally. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know this
0: is one. Yeah, we've been trying to plan this for a little while, but, you know, things come up. Life gets right. in the way. Right. That's all good. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I've been wanting to get you guys on because I think the first time I heard about you was um something that I want to talk about anyway, which is when you did the London Podcast Festival last year. Um So it'd be cool to have a little chat about that. But for those people who are listening who have no idea what the show's all about and how it came about, Nana, do you want to tell us what the premise is, how you guys know each other? how it all came about
2: yeah I mean me and Rosie have known each other for about six years she's gonna correct me I always get this wrong but um I've been <laughs> six years I think you've got it right for once <laughs> oh i got it right for once wow um we've known each other for six years and we the reason why we started a platform I would say is because we just didn't see ourselves in media for like being black, being, you know, masculine presenting, being lesbians, being from Hackney, being from Ghana. There's just like, there's so much when it comes to our our identity. So we thought, you know, there's other people out there who need to see themselves um, because when you see yourself, it validates who you are. So we decided to start a podcast and it didn't go, it didn't go very well. We had another member at the time, it just, it just wasn't working out. It just wasn't working out. And so we was like, let's do YouTube because, you know, that's, that seems much like simpler. We can just get a camera and, you know, sit in front of the camera and we talk and that went well for about, what was that? A a year? I think it was a year. We've got about 20 videos up there. Uh, Um, (laughs) A year and a half. a half (laughs) A year and a half. Yep. And then we we just like, we just we just have so much to say. So we was just like, let's just do a podcast because um, obviously we can talk for much longer. We can have more guests. When we were doing YouTube, we were doing it at Rosie's house and we can't bring everybody to her house. you know what I mean? So um, we decided to do a podcast and yeah, a podcast is just about being black. It's about being LGBT. It's about being masculine presenting, but we also try and like highlight other people because the community is so big. We only represent, you know, a small part of the community. There's, it's huge, so um yeah. We just like to educate, inform, entertain. We like to make people laugh, basically. You know, that's what the podcast does. So
0: Rose, how did like do you guys go way back?
2: So we met at a rooftop party. It was, it was a it was a headphones party, like a silent disco party. Ah, okay. And it was in the middle of summer. It was summer of twenty fifteen, and. Um, Nana was friends with my ex-girlfriend, so my girlfriend at the time so we met through her but prior to that so me and i live in the same area so i moved to the area in 2010 and i used to see this girl at the train station but i didn't know what the train station was so i used to to follow down to the train station but we (laughs) we, we didn't know each other then so i did that for a while and then i went to meet my girlfriend's friend and it happened to be this girl i used to follow to the train station ah okay (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah that's how we know each other Maybe I'm a stalker. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit I of a mean, She, she yeah, stalks I me a mean, little you bit. You
0: turned out friends, so it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it
2: worked out, yeah. Yeah,
0: a stalking situation that turned out for the best. Um, cool. So, I mean, the pod, yeah, I mean, it's great to get an idea of what it's all about, but like format-wise, is it just a case of, you know, the majority of the episodes being you guys sitting down talking about whatever it is, you know, the whatever issue it is that week or whatever you want to talk about? Or do you have other sort of touch points that you like to touch on on every episode? How does it work? Is there much of a structure? Is it one of those sort of great, like, rambling conversations? Rose? I definitely
2: want to say that it's... It's not much structure. I definitely (laughs) want to say it's not much structure. But whenever we have a guest, we do try to shape the episode around them. And like Dana said, we always um, invite people outside of us who are different from us in the community. So for example, if you have a trans person on, we want to talk about trans issues, trans rights, and just things that are going on in an everyday trans person's life. And so we'll just kind of build it around them as well. And it's just, a lot of these conversations that we have on the podcast, we used to have them on the way home from a night out or a club or something. So it's just literally an extension of those conversations with a guest, somebody else involved as well. It's like just a whole bunch of friends sitting down, having a chit chat. And yeah, they're always the best ones. Like even when we have um, people who are cishets, straight people on the podcast, we still try to bring in LGBT stuff as well, because we don't want to alienate our original listeners, so, so to say. Yeah. and um but yeah we just speak about everything Netflix or whatever it is we just have a chat yeah
0: nice and then I, I mean I was having a look at some of your stuff beforehand and looking at the YouTube channel and do you guys like you record in like a shared studio that I think I've seen other podcasters recording there right is that right it's like a professional I mean it looks really professional way where, where you do it
2: it is professional I mean we we have a few studios that we record at because we do it every week we what we know <laughs> you know it has to be consistent it has to come out every week because when there's an, yeah when there's not an episode out our listeners start hounding us. They start hounding us. We don't want that. We try to avoid it. So we've got a few different places. Um, Actually, we've got two at the moment. So we've got two studios that we record in just because if our main studio, if the person is away, then we go to the other studio an alternative studio but yeah it's um do you know what the setup is really important to us so having like a chill like having the chairs and yeah. sofas and it being so chill so everyone can relax because we like people to open up because we're open books so we just like to create an environment that mm. is safe and that is comfortable and that is warm and people can just like share as much as they you know as much as they want to
0: How have you found the difference between because obviously during the pandemic you would have been doing a lot of recording like this like recording remotely and I think there are pros and cons to that because when people are recording in their own homes, they might be more comfortable. Like, you know, you guys are just sat in your own places, you, mm. you know, after, straight after this, you shut your phones or your laptops and you can just go and carry on with your life. You're not having to commute to a, to a studio. Do you find people were a bit more open in, in that? In that in that Do, way or no? You know,
2: it's funny you asked that because I was literally thinking about this yesterday and I was, yeah. was thinking about the difference between our episodes in lockdown and our episodes before lockdown and our episodes now. Mm. And I realised that people are actually mo- a lot more relaxed in person.
1: I right. realised
2: um, yeah. online, I guess we were so a bit more rigid to whatever the topic was whereas in person i've noticed that we try to we kind of go on little tangents and we kind of got off subjects a little bit and but those things make the, the podcast really natural you know and whereas when we're at home i i'll had notes in my I have iphone for example about everything we're going to speak about whereas in the studio we might have those notes but i don't see myself referring to the notes as much as we did in, in on zoom yeah
1: and
2: yeah so i it's interesting because Obviously, when you're in your homes, you would think that it would be less intimidating because when you do go to a studio, it can be quite intimidating for people who haven't been on a podcast before, for example. Yeah,
0: and there's cameras and, as well and things. Yeah, yeah,
2: especially especially when they see cameras there and lights and stuff. So I would have thought that they were more comfortable in their mm. homes. But listening back, I don't think so. It's been, it's been the opposite.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's And then the other thing when you're face to face with people obviously you get proper eye contact like now we're recording this we're all looking at screens if I ask you a question you guys don't actually know who I'm talking to Mm because I'm just looking at the middle of the screen so it is easier to do those tangents (laughs) and things that you can do face to face and I noticed your most recent episode you had um Vic and Jazz from Black Girls Living who we've had on the podcast yeah that yeah I mean again how did you Meet them? Was that through podcasting and you just reached out? And is that how you get most of your guests? You just sort of reach out and invite people on, or how does it work?
2: I think we all know each other sort of from like sort of social media, sort of like, you know, the social media community and just like working. I think like a lot of the things that we do overlap. So I think I know that Rosie knows Vic, you know through a different channel but um I just know them from social media and it's just mm-hmm. sort of like we just support each other so we see we listen to their you know their their um episodes we just support each other every time like an episode comes out it's a retweet it's sharing it's trying to get more people to listen and it's just like it's just a you know a support mm. thing that goes two ways so um yeah we just we love them we've they've been on our podcast and uh, we've been on their podcast so they came on ours Um, And it's just that like sharing of audiences that's like really important because people love like both of us separately but then when you put it together people get so excited when you put us together people get so so excited yeah
0: so, yeah yeah like a mash-up yeah yeah, yeah that's true whenever a uh, big podcasters has come together people do get really excited online it's mm-hmm. uh it's pretty cool and it's nice that it's like collaboration rather than like well we don't want to promote somebody else's podcast yeah if they're getting more listeners then you'll get more listeners and it all works out in the end yeah um so I did talk about just Briefly at the start, the London Podcast Festival, because we were doing some bits and bobs there, we were handing out our magazines there, and I saw you guys on the bill, and then I saw some photos from your show, and it just looked like um, it went down really well. Was that your first live show? Did you done stuff like that before? Were you terrified? Yeah,
2: that was our first live show. And it just came at the right time. We wanted to have a live show, but we didn't... We were having troubles looking for a venue. We didn't know, like, how many people are going to come. Because obviously, because our podcast really kind of took off for us during lockdown. And it was just out of... During lockdown, London Podcast um, Festival got through to us. We we want you guys to do a live show. But before that, we were like... We don't even know. We don't know if people actually like us in person. We just didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know yeah. yet. But yeah, like we, we, we ended up selling out um, the first, I think we I think we were the first festival, first podcast to sell out like in the week or something. And then, Amazing. so they make, gave us a bigger room and then we sold that out as well, which is really fun. And it was just so good because it's the first time we actually get to meet our listeners in person. And it was good to like interact with them and we'll talk on the stage and they will laugh in person. Because- on the podcast, it's just us. You know, you, can't, there's no yeah. you can't see the audience. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you don't know what their real reactions are like. And yeah. we tell them to use the hashtag so many times, but they don't use the hashtag, so <laughs> it's just see them in person. And we were so nervous. It almost didn't happen. Nana lost her outfit on the way to... <laughs>
1: let me tell you what happened
2: let me tell you what happened Let me tell you what happened. my sister <laughs> insisted on taking me to oxford circus it was it was the day of you know the show and i didn't have time i was working as an assistant producer in an advertising agency and it's so it was it's such a demanding job so i didn't have any time so on friday i went and then yeah. my sister insisted on taking me and i said no i'm just gonna go i just need to be in and out i just need to get <laughs> in there and get out get my outfit get out she was like no 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 i'll take Thank you she took me and then she couldn't find where she parked at the end of the shopping like at the end of shopping she couldn't find where her car was parked and she was looking for it for like maybe 45 what? minutes <laughs> and my clothes some of my clothes were in her car so yeah it almost didn't happen <laughs> she eventually found it I don't know I don't know right, the yeah. grace of God I don't know the universe but she eventually found it and um the show went on <laughs>
1: Just,
0: wow just to add to the stress, or oh, did it yeah. kind of take your mind off it? No, that must have made it much worse. <sighs>
2: nope, <laughs> I, was, I was I was close to tears. I was close to it tears, but you know, but it was a good show. <laughs>
0: cool. And did you step off the stage and were like, you know, phew, that's done. I never want to do that again. Or did it give it give you a taste for it, and you you want, you want to get back on there?
2: Definitely gave me a taste for it. I was like, I need to do this tomorrow. <laughs> it. No, it definitely it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, it was definitely buzzing and um, Black Girls Living again. We sh- they had their live show and they invited us on stage with them at their live show, oh, and nice. even even going on stage with them, it's like oh, we need to share the stage and we need to do this again. We have to.
0: Yeah. Oh, it'd be cool too. I mean, it's the, the fact that you sold out, obviously, you know, there's, you've got an audience for it because yeah. I can appreciate you not knowing, you know, you might have loads of downloads, but you don't know where these people live. You don't know if they're right. going to be able to get to that venue on that day. But, um, I've seen more and more podcasts doing like residencies, like doing a monthly show at a certain venue. I reckon this could be, this could be in your future. Just make sure you've got your outfit sorted well in advance. <laughs> don't get your sister involved and then uh, you'll be good to go. Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, I imagine there'll be, uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening will have heard of the podcast already, but hopefully some more people will go and check it out now. Um, And so it's every week and you can go to YouTube and watch watch all the uh, episodes on there as well.
2: Yeah, every single Wednesday, we say it's meant to come out at midnight, but sometimes it's not out. Sometimes out at 7am, you know? (laughs) Sometimes it is, but it's out every single Wednesday. (laughs) And it's on YouTube now. Um, Yeah, we thought we'd go back to YouTube because we realised that we neglected... When we stopped doing YouTube to do a podcast, we neglected our YouTube audience. And a lot of them, we didn't even have, like, an announcement. We just stopped. And a lot of people just thought we just... They didn't realise we did a podcast. So Uh, we noticed in our comments that they'd be like, Oh, where are you guys? Are you coming back? so we thought okay let's just combine the two pull on youtube so and a lot of people some people are better listeners with visual aid anyway so we've realized that it's it's, we've got more audience now and in some cases we've um transferred some audiences over so yeah youtube wednesday as well wednesday it might even be out in the evening the youtube one but yeah it'll be there on a wednesday
0: (laughs) maybe just check in on thursday (laughs) 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 nice one cool well thanks both for coming on and uh people can uh Look forward to hearing you both coming on to recommend a podcast on a later episode. But yeah, good luck with everything and hopefully see you at another live show in the future.
2: Sure. Thank Thank you so much for having us. Thank you.
0: Thanks to Rosie and Nana for that. Lovely to talk to you both. And uh, they'll be back on a future episode to recommend some of their favourite shows. Speaking of which, let's get on to the recommendations for this week. And we've got the return of alexi mostras another one of my favorite chats i've had um he was on a while back to talk about sweet bobby um i say a while back episode 100 so not that long ago at all sweet bobby obviously a huge amazing podcast from last year Uh, you've probably heard about it and listened to it so let's not talk about that too much because alexi is actually here to recommend one of his favorite shows Okay, Alexey. Hello. How are you today? I'm very well,
1: thanks. How are you?
0: Good. I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited to hear uh, about your podcast recommendation. Do you, as somebody who's worked um, intently on a on a, a very successful podcast, um, are you someone who finds time to listen to others? You know, does it does it play a big part in your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I try and listen to as many as as possible because I think not only are they enjoyable and and an exciting new form of media, but they teach teach me things especially because I'm a very inexperienced podcast host so I need all the help from other people I can get but one recommendation that I have mm-hmm. is a really recent podcast called the story of Miriam Rivera harsh uh, reality which is a podcast by Wondery and it's all about this woman and model uh, who was transgender uh, called Miriam Rivera and she appeared uh, in this kind of really cringing British reality dating show called "There's Something About Miriam," which is which was broadcast, I think, in sort of back in 2003. And the story is about how everybody was slightly abusive and slightly forgetful about their their kind of responsibility and their duty of care to put this program together, which was kind of marketed as as one thing which was sort of an exploration of male sexuality, but ended up basically being people laughing at a transgender person. And it it really shows you how quickly things date. I mean, 2003 Mm. isn't that long ago, but you hear how things were done back then. And it feels like an era has gone, gone by, which is a good thing, but it's also kind of scary at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm i yet to listen to it, but I have heard uh, some fantastic reviews and uh, I do remember that. And you just think, wow, how, why wasn't I totally outraged at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: And it's got a great narrator as well. She's got a, a brilliant voice. So that's the other good thing about it. How did you discover it? Was this one that you saw on, a, on the carousel?
0: Did somebody recommend it to you?
1: I think I saw it on Twitter, actually. And then I listened to the first episode. And then you know quite quickly, don't you, whether you want to kind of continue listening to something. Yeah,
0: definitely. Especially now, you know, doing what I do I very quickly sort of uh, need to get drawn in. That's something that actually I didn't mention in the chat that we've had previously on the on the episode where we talked about Sweet Bobby is. Uh, and I think you mentioned, was it Clara, your sound designer?
1: Carla. Yeah. Carla Patella. Yeah, she's Carla, a, she's, a genius. she's based in Florence.
0: Sorry, Carla. Yeah, I I thought you know immediately from the from the music, which uh, you know just had this sense of foreboding and uh, just the way everything was laid out and all the other sort of archive audio. Uh, it was just it was fantastic, and I think uh, yeah, I, I meant to meant to give a big shout out to that uh, when we had our chat on the last episode. But okay, um, and this is one of those podcasts that has a finite number of episodes. You know, they start off, they do the investigation, and then we, they wrap things up within sort of six episodes or so. Is it or?
1: Yeah, I think it's six
0: episodes or eight episodes. Cool. No, I think it's always nice when we recommended a podcast that sort of, it's like, here you go, go and listen to these six hours or eight hours or whatever it is, and then you're done, rather than you re- recommending, uh, you know, a weekly podcast that does three hours a week and has done for the last four years. <laughs> you know, It's easy to catch yeah. up on. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you very much, Alexi, for that. No worries. thank you alexi and uh, yeah harsh reality i think we've got um i think somebody else recommends that soon and i'm not surprised because it is a dead good show okay final recommendation for this week's podcast it's another return guest chris martin who is a comedian and host of getting my dad to say i love you um he was on talking about that show on episode 98 and now he's going to recommend a podcast for you to check out Okay, it's time for another recommendation and we have the
3: return of Chris Martin, who is going to recommend one of his favourites. What have you got for us? I really love a podcast called Script Notes, which is, if anyone is vaguely interested in screenwriting or script writing, it is like the daddy of those podcasts. It's uh, presented by John August and Craig Mazin. Craig Mazin created Chernobyl, Chernobyl, I never know how to say that word. Nor do I. But it's so, a great yeah, TV we'll show, that, right? He yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. created that. And he'd also, he's had an interesting career. He did like The Hangover 2 and stuff before. So then Chernobyl was like the first one he's done that's like really critically acclaimed. And John August's written loads of movies. I can't even think any of them. He's done Aladdin, the new Aladdin remake. He's pretty, So it's just real, if you're into script writing and I write scripts now, it's just great. You always pick up a little nugget or something and they have a great dynamic. And they have also guests occasionally. But it's generally the two of them and it's it's very insightful and I can't recommend it enough if you like scripts or script writing.
0: Right, yeah. I thought when when you mentioned it, I thought, oh, I do know that, but actually I'm getting it mixed up with Script Apart, which is obviously I think a similar vibe. But having just looked up Script Notes, 529 episodes, so there's an awful lot to get into. Are they all you know do they have a guest on talking about a script they've written or you know what's the format does it vary
3: well it's generally the two of them i think it's it's one of those like more often than not the two of them they'll be like this week's topic is character development or this week's topic is right. uh, the second act of a movie or this one is um, correct stage directions will be the general mm. thing but that, they'll talk about stuff around they'll talk about the industry stuff going on it's quite hollywood specific but whether you're in hollywood or not it's it's great cuz you like there was a really great one they did about like how to write a movie. It was like literally, and it was just a very simplified way of doing it. Cause I, I've, if you've ever read books on that sort of thing, it can be a bit stodgy, but no, they make it very accessible. And then now and again, they'll have like, they have like a guest on who's had a hit show or a hit movie. They had Phoebe Waller-Bridge. They had Charlie Brooker, but yeah, it's great. It's really good. And you don't have to listen to all of them. Like, i list i like look now and again what they've titled and but oh that might be interesting to listen to
0: yeah just thinking i guess if there's uh you know a particular area that you're struggling with or uh something that you're interested in finding out about yeah they've got so many here just to scroll back through and uh pick out a conversation and i guess a lot of it is timeless right when it comes to things like script writing That's great tricks of the trade absolutely perfect all right well thanks for that chris we don't get an awful lot of those kind of podcasts recommended whereas you know something a bit more specific so cheers for that chris thanks man Thank you so much, Chris, for that recommendation of Script Notes. I originally got that mixed up with Script Apart, which is another podcast that talks to screenwriters uh, about their scripts. Uh, Fascinating podcast. But this is Script Notes, and I've since checked it out. It's also very good. We are totally spoiled with the amount of good podcasts there are at the moment. Anyway. That is enough uh, for this week, pretty much. That is all of our guests. Thank you so much to Rosie and Nana and Alexi and Chris. Um, if you want to check out other stuff from Pod Bible, you can head to himalaya.com forward slash pod. Haven't mentioned this in a while. We created a Himalaya learning course, basically a podcast um, called How to Make a Podcast. We spoke to producers, presenters, commissioners. Production company bosses all about their best tips for uh, creating a podcast from scratch. Uh, And if you use the promo code POD, P-O-D, you get a 14-day trial, listen to all the episodes, and then uh, either cancel it or carry on listening to some of the other Himalaya courses. Um, PodbibleMag.com is where you can check out the mag, listen to back episodes of this uh, very podcast, sign up for our newsletter that comes out every week with bonus recommendations and podcast news, and all kinds of uh, other good content is available there. PodBibleMag.com. Info at podbiblemag.com is our email. At PodBible is our social media. Thank you to Buddy Peace for producing and editing this podcast and being a dude. And thank you, of course, to ACAST because this very podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. And before I go, Ian Wright, for goodness sake, Ian Wright is on the cover of our magazine. I love that man. Go and check out. The latest issue, issue 19, podbiblemag.com. See you in a couple of weeks.